Okay, so I'm going to preach to you in a message that is entitled, What If You Didn't Really Fail? Now, my passage is in Psalm 73 and 26, and it goes like this. My heart may fail, and my spirit may grow weak. So that feels like failure. Your heart failing, meaning your emotions and your spirit growing weak. But God remains the strength of my heart, and He is mine forever. Let let it just sink in. Sometimes your heart wants to fail you. But just think about this. God is your portion forever. He's yours forever. And also in Proverbs 29, 25, it is dangerous. <laughs> it didn't say, be careful. It is dangerous. This is not just a suggestion. It's a warning. To be concerned with what others think of you. But if you trust the Lord, you are safe. If you trust the Lord, you are safe. So what if you didn't really fail? What if you thought you were a failure, but you really aren't? I'm just, I'm just trying to challenge you with that thought right now. What if your entire life, you've always thought that you could never make it? What if I could just change your mind for a moment through the power of the Spirit of God and then realize that, man, I am victorious in the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, speak to your people through these words. Help me, I need you, Holy Spirit. And let your power move in our midst as these words are being delivered in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Give the Lord one more clap offering of praise in this house. Okay, so we are going to be talking about this concept, this thing. Hindi ko mahambal ko nga ang lead ko di sang sa mga single sermons because you know I'm the serious kind of guy I like writing a series of lessons so that I'll have enough time to explain all of them one by one as much as I can given the time frame but um, the past few weeks th third Sunday every week meditate actually I already have a message for the next coming weeks but I want you to know something and this is very simple how we define the failures that come upon our lives really do matter. Kaya ang kung nadumduman yung message natin last week, ang labels na ginalaw natin nga mag-affirm or mag-confirm sa mga ara sa atin kabuhi, nagabutang man sa mga limitations sa atin. Amuman ang nagakap sa atin capacity or sa atin movement sa ginoo. So I'm just making a proposal, spiritually speaking. What if you were not a failure? What if you're not the failure that you thought you were? Now, I want you to turn your attention to the passages of Scripture. It is dangerous to be concerned with what others think. Listen to me. No matter how good you are, no matter how, how saintly you are. Bisa ni kao pinakabuot nga tao. Bisa ni kao pinakamayo nga tao. Hey, you know what? Bisan si Jesus kapa. Even Jesus had critics. Si Jesus mismo, sa 12 niya ka disciples. Sa 12. Ang isagid nagbitray siya. We're talking about the God who spoke the cosmos to existence, the Word of God, the Son of God, Jesus. And yet we have somebody betraying him. When he hung on the tree, when they saw his sacrifice, instead of honoring the sacrifice, what did the disciples do? They quit on him. Peter said, the one who, is, who Jesus said, I'm going to give you the keys. 
You know what, what, you know what Jesus said to him? You're going you're gonna to be Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church. And when he saw Jesus hanging on the cross, you know what they said? Let's go back fishing. After three days, and the resurrected, dito pa lang sila nakamulalong tanan. Nga tanan, galing ginambali Jesus, tuod din man. Can you imagine? Three and a half years, so podai sila ni Jesus, nambalas ni Jesus, I'm gonna die and I'm gonna be raised from the grave and still, they missed that one. It was so obvious. Kapila nigin liwat ni Jesus. Well, it was obvious for us right now, kay natabo na. But for them, it took a little bit more faith to kind of like rest on that promise. Now, what, what, what I'm saying is, bisan anuhun mo, may mga tao gid, nga may mahambal nga malain sa imo. So if you hang your identity on what people think about you, that I'm telling you right now, you're going to live a frustrated life. The only opinion that matters, and listen to this, is the opinion of God Himself. And when He says you're good, you're good. Don't you worry about it. Now, here is a man called Elijah. Ang focus natin ara kay Elijah. Balan yun naman story. Who is Elijah? Elijah is the prophet. If the prophets had an organization and then they had a logo, it had to be Elijah as the logo. Elijah is the prophet everybody wanted to be. Remember when Jesus was transfigured in the Mount of Transfiguration. Dito nagpakita siya kay Peter, James, and John sa Mount of Transfiguration. And when they were there, sino ganit tupad niya? Si Elijah kag si Moses. Meaning, Elijah represented the prophets and Moses represented the law. Meaning, Jesus Christ, kaya ang bilog ng Old Testament, is the law and the prophets, the Torah and the prophetic works. So, ang bilog ng Old Testament, nag-culminate nan kay Jesus. Moses represented the Torah, the law, and Jesus, and Elijah, represented the prophetic ministry. So, magsiling kang a prophet, the picture, the image is Elijah. Who is Elijah? Elijah is the man. He is the man. Kilala nyo na siya. Kung ara ka sa church for a certain period of time, you probably heard about him, but let me just give you a run-through. Quick one. Israel was under turmoil. Why? Because the king Ahab and his wicked queen Jezebel, duwagin sila actually, they started worshipping idols. And not only did they worship Baal or Baal, what they did was they convinced the nation to bow down before Baal. Okay? So grabe ang kasingkal sang Dios sa idolatry. Sobra pa sa kasalanan nga kun whatever. Ang pinaka number 1. Why do you think God is so angry kun once magworship kun sa iba ni Dios? Hindi tungod kay insecure siya. God is never insecure. The reason why he doesn't want you to worship other gods is this. Because there is no other god that really truly exists but him number 1 and it is to your benefit to worship Him. When you worship other gods, it doesn't hurt God. It hurts you. And when you get hurt, God is hurt. That's why He's telling Israel, worship no other gods but me. Amunang meaning, amunang heart sang Dios. And here it is, the life of Elijah. They were living a life of sin. And king and queen. So, God sends Elijah the prophet. Look at that. Rebuking King Ahab. Singing Elijah, if you don't return to God, Here's the punishment. There will be no rain in Israel until I say so. Guys, listen to me. This is the man. This is... Imagine makadto ka sa hari, kagmambal, kung hindi kumaghambal, hindi magulan for three years. He commands that. And you know what happens next? A drought. No rain for three years. Grabe. 
grabbing a word. And in an agricultural society, we're in the main thrust of the economy is greenery. So greens, kung may pagkaon, may wealth. Watch, wala pa to tech sa una, lain ng life nila sa una. So ila, culture centered around, what do you call that? Agriculture. Wherever there is a river, there's water. Where there's water, there's civilization because there's farming. Where there's farming, there's food. Where there's food, there is wealth. Amunang ang mga lagku ng mga early civilizations aratanan beside the rivers. Now watch, pumat natin So that's what Elijah said. When there was no rain, the rivers dried up, the lakes dried up. There was no more water. There was extreme suffering and poverty in the land. Where was Elijah? Gindalasya sang Dios sa isaka kweba. Kagsatupad sang kweba. Beside the cave, there is a brook. The brook is called Chirith or Kereth in Hebrew. And there he is. There is a famine and a drought in the entire land, but he had his own brook. Paano na natabo? I don't know. It is a miraculous brook. It never stopped flowing. There was always water in that brook. Tanawabla ubran Elijah for three years. Samtang ginahulat niya to ang manifestations ng ending sang iyang prophetic utterance ng three years. He stayed there for three years, hiding in the cave, sleeping. And then when it was time to eat, every morning the ravens brought him food and meat. Diin sila gakwa? I don't know. But I do know this. Every day pagbuktaw yah may pagkauna. The entire nation was suffering. Elijah was quite comfortable. Isn't that a miracle? So for three years, Elijah was like, I'm the prophet. I'm the man. I got this covered. After three years, God said, okay, it's time to go. Leave the cave behind. I'm going to show my people who I really am. So he goes to Mount Carmel, right? And challenges Baal and his prophets and priests. 400 400 prophets of Baal. You know the story, right? Mount Carmel, he challenged Elijah. And then he says, The God who answers by fire, let him be God. And so, nag sacrifice to mga tao ni Baal. Hala, birabira sila worship. So, utsahot sila to. Halin sa agas na maghapon. Wala giapon sang kalayo ang sacrifice. There was no fire. And so, Elijah mocked them and he said, Louder! Make it louder! Make me your God cannot hear you. Basi tulog siya, pukawan yung hanay. Basi nagbiyahi siya, basi nagvacation siya. Tawagan yung tudo, basi hindi ka bati. And then they kept on crying out. Dugadugay nagsirum na. It was already about to be dusk and they were frustrated. Sini Elijah, okay. I'm gonna give you a little extra time to cry out to your God. What they did was they took their swords and they started cutting themselves and they were bleeding all over the place and still there was no fire. And then Elijah said, okay, my turn. Can you imagine the audacity of this man? He just said, my turn. And then he rebuilds the broken altar. He puts the sacrifice there and he says, baptize my sacrifice with with 12 barrels of water. So, you know, water in a time of famine and drought, come on, that was an offering. So they put that there, and don't put fire under. And then he called fire from heaven. And then the fire came from heaven and consumed the sacrifice, consumed the wood, consumed the stone, and licked the water until it was dry. There was nothing left. And the entire nation fell down on their knees and proclaimed that the God, Yahweh, is the true God of Israel. Amen. Victorious day. Ano ayan feeling ni Elijah? Oh yeah. I'm the man. Another prophetic medal on his vesture. Woo! Another one. Tanan nga ginambal ko katopa. 
noon fire si kuan para hindi na gid madayon ni si ilang tawag gid para hindi na gid mabuhi liwat ang Baal worship you know what Elijah did he slaughtered the 400 prophets of Baal killed them all para wala na gid bilin nga vestige sang Baal worship now we know the story right ang ending sini Elijah is going to be taken by a chariot of fire he still wins but here's here's the funny part it's like the entire ministry of Elijah was so perfect this is the only the only spot the only matawag na nga blemish sa ministry ni Elijah ang 1 Kings chapter 19 and it's so fascinating how the bible declares it because after he did that look what happened he got depressed he thought of himself a failure Ay, hindi galing ko perfect. Hindi galing perfect ang akong ministry. Abi ko tanan tanan na rin natin. Abi ko okay ng tanan. Sino-sino kagi sina? Nga nag-pray ka, nag-believe ka, nagtrabaho ka, ara ng ginapangayo mo. Pero nakibot ka, may gamay, pagid nga problema. Ay, hindi galing perfect. And then that's what the devil uses because he thinks that you have to be perfect in all aspects for God to move in your life. Let me tell you something, church. You don't have to be perfect. You have to be a child of God. That's all that matters. I want you to hear something. It's, this is so simple, but you can write this down if you want to. You don't owe anyone perfection. Let me say it again. You don't owe anybody perfection. No matter how good you are, somebody will always find fault in you. You don't owe nobody perfection. All you got to do is be a child of God, and that's all that matters. Ang tao yung matiman, ginagin isang pinakamataas nga makita. Bisan sino ka pa, I guarantee you, bisan ikaw pinakabuot, pinakamayo, pinakamaalam, pinakakute pareho sa akon. At some point, may makita agin ng tao nga problema si mo. Because that is the nature of man. But you don't owe nobody perfection. That's the problem of Elijah. He thought his prophetic life was so perfect. And all of a sudden, there's this little problem. And he starts focusing on this little problem. And he forgot about all the good things that God has done through him. Amunang batasan sang yawa. Palipatan niya ka. Nga dabi galingini mo sang Dios. So ma-focus ka to sa gamay nga problema wherein you are such a powerful man. Now look at this. Only God has the right to call you a failure. Only God. And He is not doing that. Dios lang may kinamatarong nga mag-demand perfection. But God is not demanding that. The nature of God wants perfection. But He knows you could never be perfect. That's why He sent His Son. Matthew chapter 7 says this, Be ye perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. He knows you could never be perfect though. Although that is the righteous standard of God. What did He do? He sent forth His Son so that when we believe in His Son, we will be called blameless. Let me go on with my story because I don't have a lot of time. Ahab told Jezebel that Elijah, what Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with a sword. Now watch this. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So may the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by this time tomorrow. Now watch this, guys. The same prophet who called fire from heaven. The same prophet who closed the doors of heaven, there was no more rain. The same prophet who earlier before that, three battalions approached him and said, man of God, man of God, the king desires your audience. And he said, if I am the man of God, let fire down, come down from heaven and consume you and your men. And three times it happened, fire came down from heaven and consumed the soldiers. Grabbing a prophet. He had all the power. Listen, wala siya nahadlok sa soldiers, wala siya nahadlok sa 400 prophets and priests, but all that he was afraid of was a woman with a text message. 
Oh, you, you, you missed that. <laughs> wala siya nahadlok sa kalayo. Wala siya nahadlok sa tanan niya bagay. Wala siya nahadlok sa hari. Wala siya nahadlok sa mga soldiers. Pero pag send ni text message ni Jezebel, pag silinga, ha, ginpamatay mo sila, patyuntaman ka. I, I, I don't understand where he got frustrated and he got scared by a message from a woman. Ano may ginatago silang relationship ni Jezebel na nadlok siya? Why? What, what was it? What was it that made him do that? Tell you what, kung wala si Elijah tani nagka-depress, depress. After sa to, you know what was the next? Wala mo kung sugo sang Dios dapat siya is to establish and anoint a new ruler in Israel. That should have been his victory parade. He could have been riding the float and waving his hand to the people as the new king of Israel was being ushered to and he was going to be the one to declare him as the saith the Lord. But instead of that, just because of one negative opinion, the man of God decides to spiral down to depression. You know what that threat was? It was an empty threat. Tapos na si Jezebel. Tapos na ang rulership ni Ahab. Pero no, ginkulbaan gyapon si Elijah. And then when I was reading this, I realized it really wasn't Jezebel. It was Elijah. The problem was not Jezebel. Elijah could have taken out Jezebel with one word. The problem, look at this, was Elijah. Now watch, I'm going to show you a few things here. The threat of failure is the most crippling of all deceptions. Again, Abi niya gidya. Kay nag-text message si Jezebel. Nagpadala mensahe. Abi again, Pati Church, failure na siya. We have this thinking na dapat kung mag-abot ang blessing, wala, ginsang may mag-abot nga problema. I'm not saying Diyos ang kapadala problema, but listen to me, maabot kag maabot. When it comes, it comes. And when it came for him, eh kung lang tao mong life ni Elijah, the almost perfect. Tanan nga hambalun niya gakatumpa. Until... Now, you know, the threat that was there did not hold any water. You know who made the threat scary? Not Jezebel. Paano niya pahugun si Elijah? Ang bilog ng Israel nagluhod na kayaw. Paano niya pahugun si Elijah? Napatay ng tanan niya ng mga priests and prophets. What will Elijah was, it was not Jezebel that scared Elijah. Elijah scared Elijah. He decided, listen to this church, that just because it didn't go the way I exactly planned it in my mind, I was supposed to have a party already. What is this little thing? See, that's where we are at. Nag-pray kita, nag-amuyo kita, nag-fast kita, nag-serve kita, nag-negosyo kita, nag-career kita, nag-eskwela kita, and then may mga hitches ka katabo, and then we get frustrated because we don't see it the way we want it. Let me tell you what, they will come, but you keep on going. You keep on going because you're already victorious. You're not a failure, I tell you. That failure that is a mentality is a lie. Elisha spiraled into depression because of an empty threat. His ministry was so perfect until this moment happened. What was that? A bluff. Hindi mag-bluff ang yawa kung balaan niya ng daog siya. 
The reason nga ginablaf ya ka, kay balan niya, daog ka. He understands you're on the winning side. That's why he's bluffing you. He's telling you, kaya mo gidhaw, para ginasay mo haw. Let me tell you what, every time you hear a word that tries to bring you down, look at it and say, I shall be the head and not the tail. Whatsoever I lay my hands on, it shall be blessed by God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm preaching better than you're responding. Come on now. Never give in to the devil's bluffs. Never. Never. Verse 3, look at this. Then he was afraid. Hinadlukan si Elijah. Again. Ano nadlukan mo? Paano ka mahadluk kung daug ka na? Na-knockout mo na ang kontra. Tapos dira ka palang makabatsyag fear. You know why he was afraid? He wasn't afraid really of Jezebel. He was afraid that he wasn't perfect. I'm going to show you in a few minutes. Bear with me. Then he was afraid and he arose. Look at this. And ran for his life. Ay dumalagan. Ito naman yung basa ng Bible. Pagtabo sa to, nagtalikod siya. Kagnagdalagan para maluwas yung kabuhi. Can you just imagine this? Pagkita guro sa mga tao siya, din makadus si Elijah. Malagyo. Malagyo sa ano? Kaya hindi ya gusto mapatay. Din si Elijah. Sino mapatay siya? The nation already turned back to Yahweh. Si Jezebel, kag si, si Ahab ato sa ilang palasyo, ginakurog na. Palasyo na sila ni Jeho. Ano ang, ano, what, what is it? You know, sometimes itong mga ginagamit sa Diyos, itong aras, itong nga, sa ministry, amo pa itong nag-aatubang sa grabe ng mga confusion. That's why you need to pray. If, if not for the way, kung di ka mo di sa the way, if you're in another church, if you're visiting here, you need to pray for your pastor because, man, it's not easy. Like I said before, I've said many times, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to do other things with my life. But it's not easy. And so, nalagyo siya. Yung talikda niya, ang iya miraculous, powerful manifestations. Let me tell you what. In the armor of God, there's no armor for the back. Wala armor of God para sa likod. Ang tanan nga armor sa Diyos para sa tupang. When you face the trial, when you face adversity, you face it head on. You can't turn around. Hindi ka pwede magtalikod sa yawa. You face the devil. When you look at the devil, you face him. Never ever cower. Kita nyo yung mga ido nga ginagol-tagol sa mga subdivision kung nagalagaw kasi may mga ido ka. Uyawa ba lang? Kung ang ido, hindi man lang trained to attack. Normal lang ang ido. Basta hindi lang siya trained to attack. Pagpalapit niya na sa imo, ang pinaka-worst mo ngayon mo on, maglagan. Don't run. Kung ka tinagulang ido sa imo, sa inyong adalan, sa inyong subdivision, sa inyong barangay, ano yung mo on mo? Tindog. You know what they will do? Nothing. I-try ko ni Isog kapag it. Tindog ka? Tindog ito ba nga? And then step forward. You know what they will do? They will back out. Amo habala na kay malagyo na diyon. Gamay na lang na panguyatan sang yawa ng vestiges of power sa Israel. Elijah already destroyed him. That's why he was barking and barking and barking and barking. Look at, ano na si Elijah? One step na lang for the victory parade. One step left. One step. And he sacrificed all of that because he was annoyed 
Come on, somebody. Never sacrifice potential for slight annoyance. Ay, hindi na ako na masimba kasanag sang suga. Ma-worship ko, Tani, kay igpat-igpat, hindi ko ka-worship. Listen, kung wala ka malang kuyap, piyo nga mata mo, kagdayawang Diyos. Wala ka sa makatuan nga simbahan, sa bilog ng iliwilo, sa bilog ng kalibutan, nga mga hambakin, ah, mugin ni ang perfect nga church. Kung hindi ka ka-uyon sa worship, laban-laban, ako manamian ka sa worship, kasi hindi ka naman ka-uyon sa preacher. Kung namian ka sa preacher, hindi mo naman type ang choice of music. Kung type mo naman ang choice of music, hindi mo type ang color kay kadulong. Kung hindi ka naman sa type, may ara ka makita something. But listen, if God placed you there, wherever it is, if not so the way, somewhere else, if that is where your potential is going to be birthed, listen to me, never sacrifice potential for any slight annoyance. I'm so annoyed, wala ko din na sapak. But if you believe you have potential, Never sacrifice your position. Never ever. The only time you move on from your position is if there is something better. Never give up where God has placed you in. Sa ginbutang sang Diyos si Elijah dito sa kweba in the cave for three years. He never left the cave until God said, don't you worry. You're not just gonna drink from the brook anymore because I'm gonna send an abundance of rain. See, listen to me. Don't leave the cave for anything but rain. Church, listen to me. Don't sacrifice your potential just because you are emotionally unstable. Stay where God has planted you and let God move in your life. Hindi magsurrender. Hindi magmalain. Hindi nakoda. Taka nakoda. Nagaanta ka mo gamayin nga kwan. Take this. As your pastor, I'm telling you this. Kung hindi ka kauyon sa church, kung hindi mo gusto magpasakop, there's only one way para hindi ka kasala. Ngita ka sa ibang nga church nga pasakupan mo. Pero hindi ka pwede magpasakop sa umbrella sa isa ka church pero wala ka gana or interest magpasakop. Kung dira ka ginbutang sa Dios, kung dire ka sa the way ginbutang sa Dios, dire ka. Kung hindi dire, ngita ka. Amo lang nakasimple. Pero kung di in ka ginbutang sa Dios and you believe that's your potential, don't mind the slight annoyances. Ang si pastor ana mga ay naman na siya offering. Wala na ko isang plastaran. Kaysang Full time ko sa church, damo man, may mga naghambal. Grabe, dagit ako damo. Naging kwarta. Ay, kwarta na sa church. Kina, okay. Sige, hindi ko magkwa sweldo sa church. I'm not gonna take any money from the church. I'm a, we're gonna start our own business para nga hindi kita magkwa kwarta sa church. Sang wala na nagkwa kwarta sa church. Ano? Pastor siya. Ganyan gusto siya. Dapat ma-full time na siya. Why na ko butangan? Kung ma-full time ko, kag-gina-bless ko sa ginoo, gapangawat ko. Kung hindi naman ko mag-full time, parang hindi na ko mag-kwarta, malain naman ko, kaya hindi naman ko full time. Tiyanon lang gili. Gusto nila, ma-full time ko, pero wala ko kwaong bisansing ko. So, ang mga bata ko, patunugan ko lang kadaaga para may harbon silang hilamon. Bisan anuhon mong tao may mahambal, kid. Bisan, bisan, bisan si Jesus pa, pastor nyo, mahambal ka mo. Ay, no, klasi, pastor, may bungot. Hindi kuya kasawasang may bungot. Gusto kuya clean cut. Guys, listen, every church, every congregation will have their slight annoyances. Everything, everybody will have imperfections. But listen to me, never leave the cave for anything but rain. Never sacrifice your potential for a slight annoyance. Believe that something good, come on church. Isa na lang katikang, ara na siya sa parade. Madaog na ang Diyos, mabawi ng Israel, mapatay na si Jezebel. And he decided... I am offended. I'm offended. Look, look at this. 
Look at this. Nagkanto siya sa Beersheba. And then he left his servant there. I'm going to read here. So he went to Judah, uh, to Beersheba that belongs to Judah. And he left his servant there. Balam mo kung agin bilin yung servant niya. Balam yung mga prophets sa Bible, my servant. You know why he left his servant? Si Elisha, my servant man, di ba? Si Gehazi. You know why he left his servant? He was done. I'm done. Grabbing a milagro, grabbing a power. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm offended. Let me go back to what we're talking about. Let's go back to Elijah. He says, I don't want to do this anymore. I quit. I don't want to be a prophet anymore. I quit. So he left his servant there because he decided to quit. And look what he does next. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a solitary broom tree. It was a wilderness. He left Israel and went to the wilderness. And when he sees this tree, solitary meaning, satunga sang wayang, satunga sang nothingness, there was a solitary tree. Now, this quote is not from me. This is a pop culture quote, but I'm just going to say this misery loves company. <laughs> meaning, I'm so depressed, I'm so down. You're alone. I'm alone. You understand what I feel. And then he went to the tree, sat down underneath the tree, and then had a pity party and started feeling sorry for poor Elijah. Not everybody liked him. But then there was somebody who didn't like me. So he was there feeling sorry for himself. Look at this. And he asked that he might die. You and I want to die. It is enough. Look at this. Now, O oh Lord, take away my life. Look at this. Here's the most telling part. For I am no better than my fathers. Elijah really thought that he was better than everybody. <laughs> better than Abraham, better than Isaac, better than Jacob, better than Moses, better than Joseph. He said, no, I'm no longer better than them. Listen, church, the entire time, Elijah was in competition with other people. Hello? Basta gani gaalagad ka sa Diyos. Kag ang sagi mo tulok ang iban nga tao. At some point, you're gonna be under a broom tree wanting to quit no matter how good God has been to you because you have been comparing yourself to another. Listen, when you compare yourself to another, you steal from yourself, not from Him. Every time you compare, that's what Elijah kept on doing. He was an imperfect vessel. I don't know why God chose him. Only God knows that. In fact, Elijah, Elijah was a little bit more statemently like. He was more polished than Elijah. But why did God choose this guy? There was probably a lot of better people than him. But God chose this madman. This guy who was always depressed. He was so emotional. And at the heart of it, he thought that he was perfect and he thought that he was better than anybody. Listen to me, church. I'm going to say this once before the mic is turned off. Listen, God 
God has never found anybody perfect to work for him yet. Everybody that he has worked with has always been flawed. God would rather work with flawed vessels as long as they are willing vessels. God's not looking for your skills, talents, influences, abilities. God is looking for a vessel. The better, nah, the more broken, the better it is for God. Mas piliun pasang Dios sa mga broken nga tao. Ang mga tao nga hindi makambanga, it's because of me. It's the broken people. Those that are emotional. Those that are slightly leaning toward impetus. Mga tao nga dalik madala sa balatsyagon. Pero ang Dios may purpose. Like he said, it's enough Lord, take away my life for I'm no better than my father. Sino sinyo nakakontemplate na na, Lord, patya na lang ko. Patya na lang ko, Lord. Wala pa makumukagida, no? You're still good. Dare I say, you're better than Elijah. Patya na lang ko, Lord. Hindi, manamay. Abi ko, muniki ko niya. Abi ko namin, namin na kita ko ministry. Kalik ka, hindi. Pagkikilik. Wala na lang ko, Lord. Wala makupulos. Ano ay, ano, ano yan reaction sa Diyos sa ato, no? Sa mga sa langit, gamba, ay, nako. Elijah, ang imuon mo na lang balatani matikang. Instead, ginpilit mo yan nga magdrama. Sino sinyo kagisin na? Balan mo naman nga, pwede ka tani kahalinda, pero ba mas na may magdrama? Kung, kung may shower lang sa uuna si Elijah, tuntugro sa shower kag nag, kag nag slide. When I was reading this, reading the life of Elijah, man, it was so powerful. And all of a sudden, you get this one chapter. Or you see a broken man. The funny thing that I is, all of his perception of failure was just an illusion. Look at this. Look at this, this next verse. And he lay down and slept under a broom tree. So tunas siya nagdrama, natulugan sa sobra kadrama. Sinsinyo kagina? Ibig ka lang ay bias na matulugan kasi. <laughs> and behold, an angel touched him and said to him, I, I like this part, man. Arise and eat. Sino gusto na? Kung ka-depressed ka, always go back to 1 Kings 9. Arise and eat. Nami mo t-shirt, no? Arise and eat. Ginbrekan ka? Arise and eat. Arise and eat. Nagawa'y ka mo sa girlfriend mo. Arise and eat. Amo na, hindi ka mo pagbasula. Kung may problema, gatambo ka gidman gamay mo. Di biblical mo. Arise and eat. Hey, he didn't stop there. Watch this, guys. Look. Arise and eat. And he looked. Watch. And behold. Boko na kami isang Diyos. There was at his head a cake. Baked on hot stones in a jar of water. Who baked the cake? An angel baked the cake for my God. Di ka nakita. Depressed ka, nagadrama-drama ka to. Hamas ang inyo. Bangon. Kaon cake. Hallelujah. Amugali ng sabat. Lord, dugay ko na ginapanumdom. Paano ko makawas ang problema nga ni Bangon. Kagmagkaon cake. Wow. What the theology. This is what the Bible says. Arise and eat. And then the angel baked a cake for him. It was on hot stones. Ginsorbol pa sa angel. Pagkaon mo na, bag o ginabake. 
Habi ko sa angel, pagtapos ni Elijah kaon, okay na siya. Maumpawan na siya. Pero daw kitagid, wala yapon na umpawan. Tanong mo what happened next. <laughs> Was that he said, and cake baked on hot stones in a jar of water, and he ate and drank. Look at this, look at this, look at this. And he laid down again. And basing angel, okay ka na? Move on na ta? Are you ready to move on, Elijah? Not yet. Kapila nagurong Diyos na gamba sa aton. Okay ka na? Ready ka na? Because if you move on now, we can do this right now. You don't have to wallow in that misery. You don't have to do that. Ready ka na? No. Sige, okay. Pero ang Diyos walang katakan. And the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him again and said, Arise and eat. Why? For the journey is too great for you. Oh, you're missing me out, church. Sometimes we get frustrated by the journeys of life, but what you gotta do is to arise and eat. The journey is greater than the trouble. The journey is greater than the misery. The destination is greater than the valley. Rise. Kay kainit. Kay frustrated ko. Kay gaaway kami. Pero makita mo, lawas mo, nahakwat mo pa kato sa church. Because you need to eat. You need to eat. That's what you need to do. You need to eat. Because the journey. Because the journey is greater. The reason why you're getting frustrated is because you have been looking at your problem instead of looking at your journey. But when you realize how great the journey is, you start worrying about it, stop worrying about that, and start going on your journey. But God knows. Sometimes, push. that's why he says, I want you to go to church today. I had talked to the pastor. He has a word for you so that you can go ahead and eat. Why? Because the journey ahead is great. Come on, I'm preaching better than you're responding, church. This good stuff. Your misery is not the end of your journey. Just you feel like it's the end, it's not the end. Mayo lang kayang Dios ang panulok niya, hindi lang astada. He sees everything. He sees the end as though he's worth the beginning. That's why when he called you, he didn't call you to lose. He didn't call you up to the middle and die. No, no. When he called you to go to the other side of the lake, he definitely decided he's gonna take you all the way. Nobody can stop your destiny but you. Rise up, eat for the journey. Is great. So second time he arose and ate and drank and went in the strength of that food for 40 days and 40 nights. One meal. Siguro kada kagat 20,000 calories. Grabbing klasi pagkaon. It gave him energy for 40 days and 40 nights. You, you gotta understand something. The potential was still there if he only moved. Ginpakaon siya sang the same nga cake. Ano ginubra niya? Gintulog niya. Ginapakaon ka sang cake nga namit-namit every Sunday. Ano ginubra ta? Gintulog ta. But the next time when he ate, he walked it out and it gave him strength for 40 days and 40. See, the problem is never the food. The problem is you're not moving. After you eat, you sleep again. After you eat, you sleep again. After you eat, you're depressed again. After you eat, you're frustrated again. But God is saying, I want you to get out of that cave and start moving because the journey ahead of you. It's just too great. It's just too great. It's just too great. Mm. Woo! God is good. Then he came. Look at this. After 40 days, 
After 40 days, he got to what? A cave. He was sustained by the cake. After 40 days, he saw a cave. And look what the Bible says. And he lodged in it. You know what the word lodge means? In Hebrew, it means he decided to live there. So kung hindi mo mo lang ako Lord, I will live in isolation. Ma-ermitanyo na lang ko, kaya do ermitanyo naging man. Offended ko sa church, so mapalagyo na lang ko sa tanan ng mga tao. That's not the will of God. Offended ko siya. Offended ko sa kabuhi ko. I'm such a failure. I'm just gonna quit and hide myself in a corner. You know why Elijah went back to a You know what tempted Elijah to go back to the cave? You know what tempted him? is because he had an experience of three years of comfort. Decided na siya nga sagudon siya liwat sang mga pispis. Diri na lang ko liwat. At least diri, wala ko problema. Matulog ko, mabugtaw ko, makaon ko. Matulog ko, mabugtaw ko, makaon ko. Doon ka buhiblas ang kristyano. Maobra ko, masimba ko, matulog ko. Maobra ko, makaon ko sa church, matulog ko. That's what it is. Again and again. Why? It's comfortable. It's easy. The cave was a familiar place. But it was a step back compared to his potential. What was his purpose? He had to install a new king. Look at him. Abi mo tapos ng drama ya? Not yet. Nagtambay siya sa kuweba, nagbalik to siya. Hambal sa ginoo, Elijah, what are you doing there? Siling siyang din ni Elijah sa Diyos. He said, I have been jealous for the Lord, for the God of hosts, for the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets. Grabe no, nagdrama pa sa. Sige Lord, masikino nga, gamuha mo ka na. Ano tabusin mo to? Yeah Lord, gamuha mo man ang kuni. Kaya ginoffend ka nila. I'm jealous for you, Lord. Makon mo, Lord, nag-worship sila sa mga idols. Baguro sa gino, nalipat ka sa kalayo, hulin sa langit. Nalipat ka, nagluluhod na ito sila tanan. Wala siya gin-honor sa Diyos ang, ang iya. You know why gin-honor sa Diyos ang drama nga na? Because it was a lie. Look at this. He said, and killed your prophets with a sword. Here's, I underline this, and I, even I, only am left. Did you know that along with Elijah, Obadiah was there, Amos was there, Micah was there, Elisha was there, and at least 55 other prophets in the school of the prophets being groomed to become the, the successor of Elijah. Pero si Elijah, there's no one left but me. Is that the truth? Of course not. But he started, listen to me, church. To believe his own delusions because misery feels deceptively lonely. Kesa sa mga times, sa mga moments ng kabuhitan, ang gusto tan lang ginmagquit kaya do kapudlay na katalaka na tamaran ako. Look at the response of God to Elijah, and He said, "Go out and stand on the mount before." 
the Lord. The only advantage of that cave, makita ko, is because that cave was adjacent to Horeb. You know what Horeb is? The mountain of God. And because it was adjacent to Horeb, watch this. Pagambas ng Dios, Elijah, get out of the cave and stand on the mountain before the Lord. But God, get out of the cave. I'm going to show you something, church. Look at this. This is simple. And behold, the Lord passed by. Did you just get that? This is the same pass by in Hebrew as the experience of Moses. Moses said, Lord, I want to see your face. God said, Moses, you can't see my face and live. Moses is like, I don't care if I die. I don't care if I don't enter the promised land. I want to see your face. God said, okay, I'm going to put you in the cleft of a rock and I'm going to cover you with my, the palm of my hand and I'm going to pass by. You won't see my face or you can't see my face and live and then you will see my back. Moses was like, Lord, no, I, I just want to see your face. Moses comes down from Mount Sinai. His face was glowing so bright that the people covered their faces and he said, Moses, cover your face. You're shining with the glory of God because you have been talking to God. See Moses, yeah, I want to see your face. I don't care if I live or die. See Elijah, yeah, pagambas ng Dios. Come, get out of the cave and stand before the mountain of the Lord and I will pass by. Same as Moses. See Moses, yeah, if I die, I die. See Elijah, look at what he did. And a great strong wind tore the mountains and broke the pieces of the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. Watch. And after an earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a low whisper or still small voice. And when Elijah heard it, look at this, guys. Look at what he did. He wrapped his face in his cloak. Because some people, when they are wallowing in their misery, they know that if they encounter the face of God, it's the end of the pity party. He didn't want to end it, so he covered his face. He understood that that face, that presence, ends all depression. He understands that the presence ends all anxiety. But he was so invested in his emotional turmoil, quote-unquote, that even the presence of God. See, I I've meditated on this many times in my life. Elijah was standing outside of the cave. And then a strong wind. Where did the wind come from? The wind was so strong that it started cutting big boulders from the mountain. Where did the wind come from? From God. But God wasn't there. It was from Him, but He wasn't there. And then an earthquake. It was from God, but it wasn't Him. From Him, but not Him. And then a fire. Elijah was like, oh, I'm familiar with fire. I'm the prophet of fire. He saw fire. That was from God, but it was not him. Can you imagine Elijah going, Oh, I'm lost. I could not perceive him in the wind, nor can I discern him in the earthquake. And I looked at what was familiar to me, the manifestation of the charismatic gifts, fire. And he wasn't there either. And the Bible says, there was a voice, an intimate one, and God was there. See, God was teaching Elijah, you are so used to my power, but it is not power that gets you out of your emotional turmoil. It's not raising the dead, and I've seen the dead raised. It's not opening the eyes of the blind, and I've seen the, eyes, the blind eyes open. It's the presence of God. Us Pentecostals, 
us charismatics, we could be so obsessed with power that we forgo presence. We want his hand. We miss his face. And God said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah learned his lesson. God doesn't respond to drama. Only purpose. Elijah, after everything, Samun Young Adults Ministry the other day, Doc Aimi was there. She shared something so powerful. She's a pedia dito sa Western. Nakasign siya sa mga abused women and children. Kagang isaka siling yung may mga days kid. There were days when you're barely done with this little girl that was raped by her own family. Wala pa siya katapos storya, another one comes in. Same trauma. Wala pa katapos, another one comes in. Same brokenness. Pastor, you didn't imagine ang number, ang amount of molested, devastated young girls. May isa ganing, isa ka malam, 75 years old, ginrape sang bana, sang iya nga asawa, nga 34 years old. What? How twisted can people be? But that is a reality that lurks beneath the seas. And sitting the Doc, I mean, here's the, you need to hear this. Here, the hardest ones to open up are the teenagers. Because sometimes I'd talk to them and talk to them and use all the words that I need to use. But then there are times that you could just not get them to open up or to say anything. But sitting here, in my time of devotion, this is what the Lord told me. And this is what he shared with them. Ginamunig na ambalis sa mga victimized ng mga bata. Ginredefine niya ang what they thought was failure. Siling niya, hindi ka mahigko ng babae kag palangga ka ni Jesus. Those two simple lines opens up their heart to share what they went through. This is what I see with Elijah. Lord, I'm a failure. After everything I've done, after all of that suffering, Lord God, look at this. Now here I am. I'm about to kill myself. I'm about to quit. I thought you were with me. Where are you now, God? Why are you leaving me to myself? I'm wallowing in this pit. I can't do this anymore, God. And the Lord said to him, simple, go return on your way. Listen, church, sometimes the greatest answers are the simplest ones. The only thing that must needs be done is not to go on a 40-day fast, and I love fasting. It's not to go to deliverance conferences, and I believe in deliverance conferences. Sometimes you just arise, eat your cake, and keep on going. Go back to the purpose where God has called you to be. church, worship team. Let heaven come. When Jesus said, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come or let heaven come. He's not talking about the second coming of Christ. He's talking about the church. It gives God good pleasure to give you the kingdom. When he said, let heaven come, he is saying, let there be an invasion. Church, listen, you have the kingdom of God inside of you. And the only thing you need to do is to stop wallowing in your misery and return to the journey. Return to the journey where God called you to be in. 